0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman, and I am taking you all on a solo episode today. It's going to be a fun one. First and foremost, I just want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Um, I'm recording this right after eating, so I'm probably gonna take a really long nap as soon as I, as soon as I cl- end up this recording. But I uh, just had a great dinner, or a great meal with my family. Um, I've been away at college for a while, so it's nice to come home and see them. Um, and you know, happy that everyone's healthy. Uh, happy that I can see them all. And and unfortunately, my extended family had to hop on a Zoom call; they, they couldn't come visit. Um, but it's been nice. It's it's been a good day. Love Thanksgiving. Uh, watching some football, watching the parade, um, et cetera, et cetera. But today's episode is the Lockdown Blues Thanksgiving special. So what I did before the episode, I went on and I t- I went through, let's see, I went through 14 different NHL teams and decided what each one of them might be thankful for uh, on this Thanksgiving um, based on their recent offseason, uh, last NHL season, last few years of hockey, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm, I'm excited to go into that, um, talking about – but I think that each team is thankful for on uh, the Lockdown Blues Thanksgiving special episode. Um, before we get into that, I want I want to know what all you guys are thankful for too. So definitely check us out uh, on Instagram or Twitter at Lockdown Blues and t- uh, let me know there. Um, so first and foremost, the first team that I covered was your own St. Louis Blues. Um, I think this is a pretty obvious one. I think the Blues this off season or this season are thankful for Tori Krug, um, and here's why. The Blues had maybe the worst, uh, the worst start to an offseason you could possibly have in losing their captain, longtime captain Alex Petrangelo. Um, could have been an absolute disaster for them this offseason. I think uh, if 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 they weren't able to bring in a guy like Troy Crew this offseason, would have been a complete disaster, um, unforgivable. You know, we'd be going into next season with a much, much, much worse team than we had before that. Um, but Doug Armstrong was able to go out and bring in the biggest fish, um, on the market besides Alex Petrangelo in Tory Krug and signed him to a pretty good deal. Um, so I think, I think, you know, obviously blues fans, I, I'm thankful for Tory Krug and the organization I'm sure is thankful that they, they're able to bring in such a high quality player. Um, even though they lost a really high quality player, it's always good to, to get a consolation prize like Tori Krook, because I think he's going to have a really big impact on this team. You know, we've, we've been singing his praises all off season. Uh, Tommy wasn't the biggest fan at first, but has come around and has, has had to eat, eat some crow and admit that maybe, maybe it was a pretty good time. Maybe he is going to have a big impact on the team, regardless of the, any potential bad blood from the cup final. Um, so that's good. Um, Tory Krook is a huge impact player for this team. And, uh, definitely what the blues would be thankful for uh moving on next team i talked about was the chicago the chicago blackhawks and if i'm a blackhawks fan or a member of the organization or whatever i'm thankful for the years 2010 through 2015 because oh boy do they not look like they're in a good place right now um blackhawks had a really 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 rough off season they lost Mada, brandon Saad, Corey crawford dylan sakura drake kajula slater kukuk and dennis gilbert um They've had a, a really rough, rough time this offseason. They, they lost Corey Crawford, um, for nothing, which, which is a little weird. Um, they once again lost a Brandon Saad trade for what feels like the fifth time, uh, traded him for Nikita Zadorov, which wasn't very good. Um, but they won three cups in the years 2010 to 2015. So if I'm a Blackhawks fan, I'm very thankful for those years because it, it, it doesn't look like they're going to be back to that uh, star status anytime soon. They've had an absolute disaster of an offseason. Players have spoken out against the, the front office's decisions. Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves have expressed their unhappiness with the way that the uh, off season went and the fact that they're rebuilding even though they didn't plan on or they were never told that they were going to rebuild they, they wanted to compete and remain competitive but uh it's not the way the cookie crumbled for them so 2010-2015 definitely uh definitely very thankful for those years if i'm a blackhawks fan um next up the colorado avalanche now if i'm an avalanche fan member of the avalanche organization i am very thankful for the chicago blackhawks because you got to- you got uh, Brendan Saad practically for free. You gave up a third pairing defenseman in Nikita Zadorov and a player who I, let's see, the, the official trade was, uh, Brendan Saad to the Colorado Avalanche for Nikita Zadorov and Anton Lindholm. So they also sent Dennis Gilbert, um, and they retained $1 million of Saad's $6 million salary. So, uh, through and through, uh, a loss in the trade for the Blackhawks and an absolute win for the Avalanche. The Avalanche had a pretty good off season, um, as well, they added Dennis Gilbert, like I said, um, Mika Salamaki, Michael Vecchione, Kyle Burrow, some depth players. Um, they lost to Mesta Wilson, Connaughton. But overall, they've had a really good offseason, and the Blackhawks were the uh, the key piece in that for them in, in, in acquiring Brandon Saad. So the Colorado Avalanche are thankful for the, the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, moving on, moving out of the central division, going into the Atlantic division. Now we're looking at the Buffalo Sabres. Um, and this one's pretty obvious for me, Buffalo Sabres gotta be thankful for Taylor Hall, uh, caught absolutely everybody by surprise when he signed a one-year deal with them, basically saying, Hey, if you want me to sign long-term, prove that you can prove that you can win, prove that your organization, I can win, but I'll give you, I'll give you a one-year shot. Uh, something I did not see coming, um, only a one year deal is super rare to see but with the expansion draft coming up and the flat cap it makes a lot of sense and they Jack Eichel has been frustrated in in years past they almost made the playoffs this year uh but couldn't couldn't quite close it out at the end and i think Taylor Hall is a spectacular addition for that team um i think he's everything that they've wanted um over the last few years uh with Jack Eichel being there being a, a absolute soldier for them carrying the team on his back still you know hockey's a team sport and you can't just rely on one guy even though Jack Eichel has been one of the best players in the league uh, ever since his his yeah, ever since he's been drafted to the Sabres he just hasn't had the talent around him to succeed to thrive and even if Taylor Hall isn't on his line that just adds depth to that team and, and it makes it really scary Jack Eichel and Taylor Hall on the edge at the same time is it's got to be a, a very very scary sight. um so I'd be very thankful for Taylor Hall if I was a Sabres fan uh, in this moment, because I think that's going to be a really fun, uh, really fun combination. Uh, really, really good player. You know, won the MVP a couple of years ago. Uh, has dealt with some injuries, but if they get the Taylor Hall of of, of years past, the the MVP Taylor Hall, then it's a no brainer that that they're going to be competitive this year. I think that they might finally make that playoff push that they've been trying to for the last forever. It seems like. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, you, we all know that they, they, they like to start out hot and kind of peter off as the season goes. So let's hope they can carry that momentum uh, throughout the whole season. I think Taylor Hall is a very, very good uh, candidate to do that. All right. Now, before we continue, before I get into the rest of the teams, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Built Brands. You know them for Built, Built Bars, um, also Built Go. And right now they're having a or Black Friday special starting Thanksgiving Day, 5 p.m. So when this episode is up, when you're listening to it, it will already be live. Um, and it's, they're dreaming of a white Christmas. And we might be asking, what, what about a white Christmas? Because they're introducing the brand new white chocolate bar, Well, supplies last, they're going to go fast. White chocolate cookies and cream bar, 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 5 grams of sugar. Or if you want something else, you can go for the white chocolate salted caramel bar, 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only four grams of sugar. They both sound absolutely delicious. Um, plus, you can get two free candy cane brownie bars with every item purchased. Well, that's 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, 7 grams of sugar, and the best part, 25% off all products all weekend long for Black Friday. So go to BuiltBar.com right now and get 25% off for Black Black Friday plus Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to get an extra percent off. Definitely check them out, and we will be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, all right, all right. Moving on, we just talked about the Sabres and their offseason. Next up, I I looked at the Detroit Red Wings, and while they may not be thankful for their their, – Uh, reverse retro jersey which i uh i have spoken my my dislike for but uh i guess i'm 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 not in the majority in that i I think it looks like practice jersey um and it's really really boring but i digress um regardless i think the detroit red wings detroit red wings fans have got to be thankful for steve eiserman i think he might be the best gm in the business um as he proved in his time in tampa and now comes over to detroit and they've had a really, really good uh, offseason. They added Vladislav Nemesnikov, Thomas Grice, Troy Stecher, John Merrill, Bobby Ryan, Mark Stahl. Uh, a lot of big names there. Um, they, they overpaid Grice a little bit, but I think that's justifiable when you have a severe lack of depth at the goaltending position. I think Grice can, can come in and, and, and really provide uh, some solidity at that position. Um, and, and yeah, just Steve Eiserman, wizard, genius. He's, he's killing it. Um, and Detroit Red Wings had the best offseason they've had in a long, long time. Um, and I'm looking forward to see what they look like next year. You know, I got a soft spot for these Atlantic division teams that, that suck the Sabres and the, the Red Wings. Um, I got a soft spot for them. I'd love to see them succeed, uh, and then lose to the blues in the Stanley cup final. Um, but yeah, definitely Steve Iserman gotta be the top of the list for, for thankful for, uh, for the Red Wings. Definitely. Uh, moving on, the Montreal Canadiens, they're thankful for Jake the Snake, Jake Allen. And now you may be thinking, why Why would they be thankful for Jake Allen? They got Carey Price, and, and that's exactly why. Jake Allen is a spectacular backup goalie in the sense that he can take pressure off of your starter whenever needed. Um, Carey Price is one of the best hockey players in the world probably still the best goalie in the world, but it just has been tough because the team around him hasn't always been good. And he's been asked to carry a lot of the weight in Montreal. And eventually that just wears you down, you know, starting as many games as he does facing as many high danger shots as he does. It's, it's going to be tough. Um, and a guy like Jake Allen is perfect for Montreal in the sense that if Carey price ever gets a little tired or, or they want to rest him for a while, you can, J- J- Jake Allen can start a couple games in a row, can kind of trade off one, a one B, uh for as long as you need um we all know jake allen kind of struggles in that starter role but he thrives as a backup slash 1b goalie and that is perfect for montreal perfect for Carey price can take the pressure off of him and allow him to dominate when he needs to um come playoff time or whatever it may be and jake allen can take that weight off of his shoulders as well and, and definitely provide a very serviceable role in the backup position so jake allen is what Canadians fans should be thankful for this offseason, at least if it's it's up to me. Um the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now this was tough because they got a lot that they could be thankful for. Uh the Stanley Cup is an obvious one, but if I'm the Tampa Bay Lightning, if I'm a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, I am thankful for Pat Maroon, the good luck charm of the NHL, back to back Stanley Cup champion, hometown hero, absolute man rocket. Pat Maroon. They re-signed him. Um Pat Maroon got to be thankful for the Lightning too, because uh, he was uh, he was not even getting offers when the Blues signed him, and now lightning who's a highly coveted free agent uh, this offseason the Lightning locked him up, and who knows if with that Lightning team he could absolutely threepeat um, with the with the deal that they just signed Mikhail Sergachev too, Are you kidding me? Four point eight mil for three years that they're just they're just robbing robbing uh, the cap. I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to explain it, but they're. Once again, they, they get a, an absolute steal of a deal. Um, really good defenseman, Mikhail Sergeyev, uh, locked up to a short deal or a low AAV deal. Uh, he's probably going to make bank uh, years down the line, obviously after this deal expires. But they, they're in a very good spot. And uh, I, think, I think Pat Maroon is the is spearhead of that. No, jokes aside, um, Lightning are a really good organization and the fact that they're willing to give a guy like Pat Maroon uh, the ICEM that he got after, you know, almost him almost not even signing to a team a couple years before um, just shows that they're smart, that how smart they are as an organization and how they value good players. Um, so definitely, Lightning are grateful for Pat Maroon. Moving on, team number eight of the 14, the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't know why I said it like that. I said it kind of weird. Um, if I'm a Maple Leafs fan, I am thankful for TJ Brody because TJ Brody is everything that this team needed, everything that this team wanted out of Tyson Barry and didn't get. TJ Brody is a perfect fit for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, I think that he provides that defensive depth that they have been lacking. Um, it's a bit of a long deal. For him, and it might might look a little might look a little poor at the end of it, but right now, I think it's it's spectacular for them. Um, adding TJ Brody, it's exactly what they needed, and not to mention they also added uh, Joe Thornton and Wayne Simmons to add to their depth um, and Aaron Dell, a really good third goalie. They've had a really really good offseason. and I think the the spearhead of that the the leader of that pack is TJ Brody for sure. Um, a perfect piece for them, exactly what they needed. Um, and um, I don't, don't want to say I'm looking forward to watching him play because I'm not the biggest Maple Leafs fan, but I am, as a hockey fan, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can bring to the team because I think he might, they might finally be able to, to exercise, get rid of those demons, those first-round demons, and uh, TJ Brody might be the, the, the reason for that. All right, moving on. The Columbus Blue Jackets have got to be thankful for Max Domi. Now, the, the, they pulled off one of the most head-scratching trades of the offseason when they acquired Max Domi for... Uh, oh, man, why can't, I, why can't I even think of who, who they traded away? Excuse me, while I look this up, I'm drawing a blank. But they acquired Max Domi, who is a perfect player for them, exactly what they need. Um, and and I, I... Oh, Josh Anderson, that's right. Yeah, weird deal there. Josh Anderson for Max Domi. Um, definitely a steal for Columbus, and Max Domi fits them really, really well. Um, and I'm looking forward to see, seeing what, what impact he can make for them. Uh, I think they, they proved themselves last year. They don't need Bobrovsky to succeed. They don't need Panarin to succeed. They, they still were dominant um, when they needed to be. So I think Max Domi can even add to that. Uh, speaking of uh, new players, the New York Rangers have got to be thankful for maybe the, the most exciting new player in Alex Lafreniere um rangers kind of shocked everyone artemi panarin shocked everyone and and being one of the best players in the league proving that he can carry a team on his own um he had a spectacular season um leg kicks and all and then they go out and they add number one overall pick alex lafreniere um who's one of the best prospects we've seen in a long time to that lineup i think the rangers are on the up and up for sure they're they're looking like a it looked like a really scary team. It was fast, scary team, and uh, Alex Lafreniere is is a spectacular addition. Um, like I said, one of the best rookies we've seen in a while. Um, number one overall pick. He's gonna he's gonna do wonders for them. Um, and, and bringing them success. And who knows, maybe they'll make a playoff run. I mean, the East is looking a, little, looking a little crowded with all these teams I'm talking about. Um, but the East definitely had, teams out in the East had a pretty pretty good off offseason. Um, moving on, another team in the East that had a decent offseason, the Washington Capitals. Now, they did lose Braden Holtby, which is unfortunate. You know, you never want to lose uh, Holtby. He's a really, really good goaltender. Um, went to Vancouver. Uh, Holtby probably was the reason the Capitals won their Stanley Cup. You know, you look back, you look at the save, the famous save that he made. He, but not only uh, they did lose Braden Holpe, but then they bring in King Henrik, Henrik Lundqvist to the Washington Capitals. Um, I love that. I love that move, um, replacing Holpe with Lundqvist. I, Lundqvist still has, I think, a little bit of gas in the tank and maybe a chance to finally get himself a ring with Washington. Washington's still a really, really scary team. You know, they won the Stanley Cup three years ago. Um. I can't believe that was three years ago. Wow, or three seasons ago, I should say. Um, but yeah, definitely a big, a big uh, addition for them, um, and and some someone definitely to be thankful for. Uh, moving on, last three teams, the Calgary Flames. Now, if I'm a Calgary Flames fan member of the organization i'm thankful for whoever designed their uniforms because holy crap do they have some really nice jerseys the the reverse retro um is absolutely gorgeous one of the best out of the bunch um and then they they're transitioning to the uh to their sort of the throwback uniforms with the with the, 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 the off white sea and the, and the, the nice subtle orange, uh, their, their uniforms are absolutely gorgeous. So whoever, whoever designed those, you know, I'm thankful for whoever designed the flames uniforms and I'm not even a flames fan. So flames fans, you're thankful for that. You gotta be, those uniforms are sexy. They're going to look so good on the ice, all three of them. And I, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching Calgary play simply for their jerseys. Um, You know, couldn't care less about the product on the ice. It's just those judges are going to look so, so nice that I'm definitely going to tune into some Flames games this year. All right. We are getting close to the end of today's episode, so I'm going to take one more short break, and then I'll be right back to wrap this one up. All right, we are back moving into the final two teams I covered and the Thanksgiving special. What these teams are thankful for now, second to last team is the LA Kings. Um, I think they should be grateful for their reverse retro jersey because it's really nice, but also got to be thankful for Quentin Byfield. Um, you know, obviously Alex Lafreniere is a great prospect, but Quentin Byfield looks like an absolute monster 6 foot 5 I think center um amazing skater really good hockey IQ terrific passer <laughs> Um, really, really good addition for the Kings. They're in a bit of a rough spot still. Um, you know, they, they've got a lot of tough contracts to deal with and, and, you know, not the best roster around him, but I think Quentin Byfield could be a, a franchise center for that team for years to come. Um, and, and I, if I'm a Kings fan, I'm very thankful that they added him because things were looking a little bleak for them. Um, and that's definitely, definitely something to get excited about. And now last but not least, the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, I'm sure you all know what I'm going to say, obviously. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights are thankful for Alex Petrangelo. I'm thankful for Alex Petrangelo. All of Blues fans are thankful for Alex Petrangelo. The, the, the years he brought us as our captain. First player to ever lift the Stanley Cup in franchise history. Um, spectacular defenseman. Uh, unfortunately left our, our beloved blues this offseason and joined the golden Knights. So they got they better be very thankful for him because he is a damn good player. Um, you know, obviously the biggest fish on the market, um, you know, blues didn't get him. Blues got Tory Krug, and, uh, Vegas, Vegas lucked out, got the big fish, got Alex Petrangelo to a very long-term deal. Um, makes their defense even scarier they're a really, really good team and they added a really, really good player. So if I'm the Golden Knights, I'm thankful for Alex Petrangelo. All right. That is it. That is all eight, uh, 18 team, 14 teams. I don't even remember all teams I discussed for Thanksgiving and what they are thankful for. I hope you enjoy a bit of a light, easy solo episode today. I don't have the energy to to do a lot of research. I'm tired. I just ate pounds and pounds of turkey and mashed potatoes so i'm gonna take a nap as soon as i get this edited and posted but i hope you all enjoyed today's episode i hope you all are having a wonderful holiday week having a wonderful thanksgiving with your family staying safe staying indoors etc etc you know the drill we've been talking about this for forever um and don't forget to check out uh tomorrow's episode tommy and i are going to be covering the best blues players of past present and future as a little play on ghost of christmas past present and future because thanksgiving is over it is now the christmas season as you know uh people love putting up their holiday lights uh singing christmas music it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun i don't know i work in retail i work at a grocery store so i'm not the biggest fan of christmas songs considering i hear the same four songs all day on repeat um at the register but People love it. And I got it, obviously a soft place in my heart for it. So uh, definitely excited for that. Uh, excited for that episode. You don't want to miss it. Hit that follow button or that subscribe button so you never miss an upload from us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at On Blues. Uh, let me know what you're thankful for. Let us know what you're thankful for. Let me know if you think I got anything wrong with what teams you're thankful for, any, any teams I didn't cover. Let me know. I'm all ears. I got nothing else to do today. I'll be on Twitter. I'll be, you know, you know the drill. Um, so thanks so much for listening. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Uh, follow, even though he's not here, follow Tommy at T Welcher15. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great weekend. I'll see you. Talk to you all tomorrow.